Blog Talk Radio. Hey, this is luxury healing, baby. <laughs> Find the business that pays, right? I'm not going to be out here spending a bunch of money on things that are just going to make me sad and I'm going to have buyer's remorse. I'm going to spend the money on things that make me feel good, people that, you know, make me feel good and go to places that make me feel good and continue that about luxury healing, some of us didn't even make it to hear this show. So I think that we all need to be cognizant of the fact that just to be living is a luxury. When we talk about luxury healing, it's not always going to be cute. It's not always going to be free. Healing costs money. You think jail don't cost money? <laughs> and when you're in an unhealed space and you go to jail, that costs money. You know? When you're in an unhealed space and, and you're doing things you know, to your kids, or you're, you're not paying your child support, or you're not paying your dues in the community, those things in the end will cost you money. That's a luxury that a lot of us don't have. here and happy soulful sunday i apologize in advance if my sound quality is not top notch um my studio equipment is working just fine it's actually the streaming platforms that i'm on not itunes it's blog talk radio they took off the feature that i use to use my streaming and to record so i'm actually having to do this in the most ghetto kind of way, but I felt like because I had not talked to you guys in two weeks that we needed to have church, and I originally started church about a year ago. It's been over a year Um, to kind of get some spiritual things out. Church is about spirituality. We took the R out for religion. Let's tell the two Tuesdays about my week, my mental health. So I want you to know that I did do two shows. The one show that I actually did two weeks ago actually only recorded the music. Okay, so I I filmed, like, I did a whole, like, 40-minute segment that didn't come out. So when things like that happen, you have to understand that I have to listen to what Spirit's saying, which is Spirit is saying what you said didn't need to be heard. So I'm not going to re-record it. It's not a discouragement. I didn't feel discouraged. I was like, nope, that's it. And I have been in situations where there have been um, mute uh, issues or issues with sound where I kind of re-recorded a show and I was just like, what I had to say that day maybe perhaps did not need to be heard. We were still in the middle of Venus retrograde. Um, the show that I did last week when I went to do it, which actually would have been on my birthday, which was June 24th, thank you very much, for all your birthday wishes and P.O. boxes and cash apps and just everything to let me know that um, you guys see me and that you revere me and that you adore me and love me, and I appreciate that. Um, we're going to get into that on Tell the Truth Tuesday. So I did a show um, 
after my birthday because I was deeply affected because, you know, Unc and I just finally just called it quits. And just for the record, you know, he didn't call me on my birthday. He texted. And there's a lot of people that didn't call me on my birthday. But for him, it actually hurt a little bit because I actually was in proximity to where he was. And so, you know, unfortunately, we have a new column called Dear Auntie, which you guys can reach me questions from all over the world, and I'm so thankful for that as well. I was gifted that it wasn't done purposely for my birthday, but it actually came out for my birthday. Um, So the Dear Auntie is in the Art Voice, which you can go on artvoice.com, or you can Google the actual uh, newspaper itself. I'm also going to be writing for the Niagara Falls Reporter. I also write for the Occult Times Magazine. In addition to that, We still have our Tell the Truth Tuesday show, and then I do church when I feel like there's a spiritual awakening or a message that I need to send. So if y'all know how I get down, and those that know me very personally, they know that my birthday is actually more important. Anybody's birthday is more important to me than any Christmas and some pagan holiday than anything. And so if you can't come and show love on the one day that someone was brought into this earth and brought into this realm, then you really don't, you don't rock with me like that. You know, and that's okay. Um, it's just a duly noted situation. So Unc and I, for as public as I was about my relationship with this man that I, you know, I I felt that I loved and that I felt that loved me back, um, unfortunately there were a lot of issues of, um, I would say, abandonment. And I would say it's not that I'm an attention-seeking person. It's just that I know where, I know where it's good at. Right. And so I, I, y'all know me personally. If y'all know me personally, y'all know I always go where the love is. And when I feel like the love isn't there anymore, it doesn't mean that I seek it out elsewhere. It just means that the manifestation of Unk came in 2019. So that's why I try to tell yourself, um, you can lie to yourself, just don't lie to spirit. So I lied to myself, and that's why I said in one of my posts on my page, at miss.d.scott, um, and to all the people that are listening that are happy because I'm seemingly suffering or seemingly in pain, fuck you. Because the actual fact that you still listen to a show that I get paid every motherfucking week to come on here and do it, now I'm getting paid by Apple, about to get paid by Spotify, about to get paid by Pandora, fuck you. You only listen to me because you like to hear my pain. You like to, to think that I failed at something. But let me say this. No relationship that I ever have is a fucking failure. Do you know why? Because in the end, I either learned something or I earned something. So if it didn't make me no money, it made me some sense. Okay? I'm going to repeat that. If it didn't learn me nothing, it earned me something. And if it didn't make me no money, it made me some sense, dollars and cents. So the situation was unk. You know, it was a situation where I could see in his face that he didn't want to be parted, but his situation or things that he had going on prevented him from giving me the attention or the love that I needed. And so I asked him very politely to just let me go and let somebody else do the job that I have for you. But unfortunately, and my reader, Bill Nicotero, um, uh, his name is Jay, but he's on Instagram at Real Nigatero. Will tell you that in 2019, I manifested up, and I said I was so tired of motherfuckers that was broke and just didn't have the business sense and didn't have, you know. I, I said literally out loud, I said 
I don't want to be in a relationship anymore. I said I'd rather be in a partnership where we make money. If we if we mess around, like that's cool. The physical is great. I said, but I just want to be in a, in a partnership. I said I really don't want to be in a relationship, and that's why I felt compelled to do this show because I would never want a man to think that he came into my life and 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 that he had control of that. <laughs> No, baby, you were summoned. You were summoned long before you even knew who I was. And, and and something that a lot of people don't know is that I knew Uncle when I was 19 years old. I actually wrote about him in my first book, Stay in Atlanta, Die of a Hot Mess. He's the, the character I call Rod. And um, so for me, it was a, it was a closing of a cipher. It, it, it was a completion of something that I was unable to complete. And so when we actually had a conversation about him, he's older than I am, uh, not significantly, but enough, um, where he's had enough life experience that he may not have remembered me. And so that was the show that I did where I was like, it's very hurtful that somebody that meant so much to you, um, you maybe were forgotten or didn't mean as much to them because that's just what they do. They was a whole-ass Negro or they just, that's what they did. So my space and my time with Unc is done. You know, whether I fuck him on a Tuesday and Thursday or whether I speak to him ever again in life, that's really the love is gone. Like, there's nothing I can do because if you would slight me on my birthday, like, I don't give a fuck what you needed to do. If you needed to escape from prison, I listen, and I'm going to keep it G with you, I had people call me from prison, too, to be exact. And one of them, before you get your panties in a bunch, it's not the person that you fucking think. At the end of the day, I'm good to these hoes in the streets, out the streets, in the office buildings, out the office buildings. So to be able to speak to someone on my birthday that is incarcerated, that normally doesn't speak to me any other time, that really put Unc in the situation where it's just like, really? Like, that's, wow. I, you know what I'm saying? You right around the corner and I don't see you, you know? So that also puts me in a space where I tell you ladies all the time, like, you can lie to yourself, don't lie to spirit. I'm not going to lie to myself and say that that didn't hurt. Or say um, that my relationship with him was more than what it was. I mean, we had our time, and that time is done. And so I talked to you guys about a reason, season, or a lifetime. And my sister, Makisha, put it so eloquently on my birthday post where she said she definitely didn't think my relationship with her was for a season. It was definitely for a reason. And so as I age, I understand that my interpersonal relationships with other human beings are important to me because you wouldn't have been in my space if you weren't, because I'm too discerning at this age, right? And I've done so much good work in the last three, four months in quarantine. It's just, I I can't even tell y'all, you know, the amount of shit that I've done during this quarantine that I manifested the year prior. So when we manifest our partners and when we, I don't want a partner now, so I'm going to put this out in the universe. I don't want a partner. I want a mate. And I don't want, just a regular mate. I want a life mate. But Unc came right on time because I was in a situation where, if you guys go back to my October, November shows, I met him and another gentleman within a week apart. And I couldn't tell who was the angel and who was the demon. So Unc definitely wasn't um, the demon, but he definitely wasn't an angel. I think that maybe I came into his life for a reason to put some things into perspective and to move forward and whatever he was doing in his endeavors, I think that we made a couple dollars, and I think that that partnership and that union is over. So when we manifest, 
a lot of us manifest the most extravagant things, and I'm not one of those people. I never ask for money. I never ask for, you know, make this person come back and love me because I feel like if you love me, you'll always love me. And I don't feel that that was something that Unc and I had in common. Um, I feel like I made him a deity um, by association, and I feel like that was wrong. He's no God. He's not my God or a God. I feel like um, he's still in his mortal self. And you're not going to hear me publicly drag him because the man didn't do nothing. The man really just was who he was. He was who he was when he got here. And I manifested that in 2019. And Real Nigga Carol will tell you that. And so when I got him, I kind of tried to switch gears and say, no, 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 no. He's so great. He's so handsome. He's so beautiful. He's so, you know, smart, severe. He's so um, brute. And I tried to change the terms um, once I met him because I knew once the other person was out of the picture that this was the person that I had been waiting on since 2019, down to his sign, down to what he looked like, just down to everything. So people that say that tarot and spirituality and all that shit is not real, it is real. But according to the way that things were supposed to go, things happened naturally the way they were supposed to go. Was he supposed to, like, hurt my feelings, like, rip my heart out and shit like that? No. But the reason my heart was ripped out is because of expectations. It's because I expect that the people that I rock with, they know how important my birthday is. Even Kendra knows that. Like, everybody knows that. So if you blatantly choose to not see me or not speak to me or not bless me or not give your offerings to me, because that's really what you guys did. I have a picture, and it's a big-ass Amazon box, at least four feet tall, full of boxes of things that people from all over the world sent me, and I'm so thankful. And y'all know it's not so much about gifts for me. It could be a used book. It could be anything. So the fact that I didn't even get that from somebody, the relationship in my mind, whatever space I held for him in my spirit was gone. And so, like I said, I don't like when broads be online and they be capping in front and then, like, showing pictures. And, you know, I show my artwork and I show my flowers and I show all these things that I have that came from Ankh or came from people that love me, but that we don't talk about the separation or the breakup. In my mind, I wasn't shit to him. And that's okay. It's all right. Because at the end of the day, I know I was good. I know I was exact. And I know I was true. I'm having a drink. Hold on. But I know that he was trying to let go because he got what he needed, even though I didn't. So to me, that's selfish. And for me, there's a consequence for that because I'm one of the good ones. I'm not somebody who preys on people or does things like that for personal gain. I see a void, I fill it, what cancer women do. And so people, when they're around me, I started noticing that they had to elevate or they had to do certain things to just even be in my presence because if we can't talk about certain things, we don't have nothing to talk about at all. And so... You know, we talk a lot about alignment, and this means that we are in divine order to receive what we ask for. And so 
some of us are asking for things that we're not in alignment or agreement with. I was ready for a partner. I was ready for financial help, for financial stability. What a lot of people don't know is that the help I didn't, I needed wasn't really financial because I tell y'all all the time, I'm rich, I'm good. And when I say I'm rich, it doesn't mean just necessarily financial. Like, I'm good. Like, I, when, the, when the pandemic hit, I didn't worry about feeding my son. I didn't worry about anything. Maybe some years prior I may have worried about that, but I didn't worry about it now because all I do is grind. So that doesn't leave me a lot of time for relationships or interpersonal relationships. It doesn't leave me any time for love. If I wanted to be married, I could have been married 10 years ago, living in Florida with, with a baby by now or a 10-year-old by now. I chose not to do that, and I'm forever reminded of that when I speak to the particular gentleman in question who still has not had children, who still has not married, who still is sitting, you know, where he is in his palatial estate with his job titles and everything else, but he didn't have me. And so, you know, a want is not a need. And so what we once we get what we manifest we're able to try to figure out how we're going to maintain it. And and I say this all the time and I think that's the thing that hurt me the most is that I tell you cats up front. Please don't start something with me that you can't finish. Family is very important to me. So any man that's not dealing with his family, I can't deal with that. I manifested hunk. And he came in the exact package that I manifested. I did not ask for love. I did not ask for longevity. I did not even ask that he be free as a bird. No attachments. I didn't ask for that. And so the universe gave me what I wanted to show me, now you see, bitch, this is not what the fuck you really wanted. You wanted to love that person. Now you can't because I'm going to take him away from you. You wanted to be with that person, and he can't. And so now I'm going to take them away from you. So now, bitch, next time you go back to the drawing board. So, so basically what I did was I manifested less than what I really wanted. And some of you are doing the exact opposite. Some of you are manifesting above and beyond what you need or what you want. And so as a result, when that exact thing shows up, because sometimes it's 90 days, sometimes it's 90 minutes, okay, and when it shows up, you're unable to maintain it. So I was able to maintain it. That's not an issue. He just needed some love. He just needed some loyalty, knowing I wasn't talking to other people, and that's fine. I didn't even, no text messages, no nothing. And I regret that because he wasn't worthy of me taking the pussy off the market, taking myself off the market, staying out of business situations that could have flourished for me because I was doing business with him. And so... I asked there for something divine. So even my whispers, when I whispered, were heard. But that came from me being in an unhealed space and manifesting just a partner, a business partner for money because of the fact that the love thing did not work for me, okay? thing didn't work for me. The last time I tried to love on somebody, it backfired because although they loved me to death, like they would kill me for, for the love of me. And they would allow me to kill them for the love of me. And you, you know, if you know me personally, I'm a cancer woman. I would have it no other way. It's kill or be killed. That's it. It's you in or out. So, unfortunately, um, I lied to myself and I lied to spirit and said that this is all that I wanted. Spirit knew I was lying, so they gave me exactly what I asked for, nothing more, nothing less. And, y'all, I went out in the full moons and in the eclipses in December and January, and I tried to change 
what I had already put in motion the year prior. And Spirit said, no, this is, this is a cycle that you need to complete because we need to humble you, because we need you to understand that you deserve more than what you asked for. Some of you deserve less than what you asked for. In this particular situation, I'm being not so much punished but reminded that I didn't ask for enough. Because I'm in so, boys try out, because I'm in so much alignment with who I am and I've done my shadow work, and people say, what is shadow work? Shadow work is you have to talk to that ex that tried to kill you. You have to, you know, come to terms with the fact that your mother was the first abuser. You have to come to terms that you were raped or that you were, I've not been sexually assaulted, but you have to come to terms with all these things so that when they pop up in this Mercury retrograde, in this Venus, Venus retrograde whooped a lot of y'all ass. She ain't whooped my ass. I mean, she got me, but she ain't whooped my ass. But I'm excited acting up right around this time, which, A, retrogrades are not real. When all the planets are in alignment, it's just like you being in alignment. Everything is going as smooth as planned. So when you have all your exes coming back and when you're competing against the Internet and you're competing against, um, you know, broads that you've never met and you're just about your business, we have to remember that men are always going to be men and women have to always be women. But we don't always have to deal with these men with such grace and class the way that we do. Sometimes it's okay to get ratchet because that's what they deserve. Um, I was given unk as a gift because it was a beautiful distraction. It was a rec, you know, a, a recollection of my past. It was a coming to because in the '90s I actually abandoned unk and I didn't get the chance to say thank you um, for something that he had done for me in the book. If you read it, stay in your lane, uh, diary of a hot mess. Now to this day. He acts like it wasn't him, and then sometimes he, he says it was, and then we go back and forth. About, I know it was him. I wrote about him. I was looking for him, and then he, you know, has this memory where he says, yeah, I remember coming to the falls and looking for someone, and she lived on the street, and I'm like, it was me. And feel like when I say karmic reactions, y'all don't understand that when you get your karma back for something, it's literally, there, there can be no discrepancy as to where that came from. You can lie to everybody else, but don't lie to spirit. Spirit knows that when it delivers something to you, if you don't recognize where that came from, whether it's a good debt or a bad debt, because not all karma is bad. Oh, honey, my, my karma bank is full of loveliness and love and adoration, and men that would do anything for me just to have a conversation with them because they need that energy. But when you as a woman realize that you are the actual plug, not the plug in the streets, I'm talking about the energy source, the life force that actually brings life onto this earth, when you realize that that is your power, whether you brought life here or not, you would not ever discount yourself to some of the men that you guys or women that you guys have done that to. So I came out with Stay in Your Lane. That was part of my brand back in 2013. And whenever I don't stay in my lane, I get hurt. You know, and it doesn't negate the karmic consequence of not of me. Not I have to suffer a consequence because I asked for something and I got what I asked for, a partner, right? And now I have to step outside of that because spirit knew, like I was lying to myself by saying that I would be emotionally available to just be able to have a partner that I didn't have to sleep with, a partner that would just give me money and just 
you know, focused on the business. I was lying to myself when I say that because, unfortunately, as the type of woman that I am, I want to love on everybody that's close to me. If you can, if you can dodge the ten layers just to get to me and make me love you or make me care about you and your well-being and your spirit and your mental health, you, you've done a great thing because there's people that they can tell you that's the, the meanest bitch I've ever met in my whole life. Fuck her. She's, she's a succubus. She's this. She's that. They'll tell you all these things, but they'll never tell you what they did to get me to that place where I cursed their whole motherfucking existence in life. And I have the power to do that too. But the karma of Ankh, and the reason I'm so public about it is because y'all know how I fell in love with him. Y'all know how it started. And I tell y'all all these things if you go back to all my shows starting in October. I used to think he was the devil. In actuality, it's me, but yeah. I used to think he was the devil. He was too gorgeous. I was like, there's no way the guys would give me something like this knowing how I think. And unfortunately, you know, it was brought to my attention that when this all started, he was in a need for something that he does not need anymore. I was in a need for a partner that I do not need anymore. I'm okay financially. So his contribution was amazing and I appreciate it, but it's not necessary going forward because I also don't want to be tethered to somebody that started something that they couldn't finish. And I think that Unc made the same mistake that our boy in Texas made, which was this looks nice, it sounds nice, and then when they get with you, they're unable to match your energy. It doesn't mean they're less than. It just means that they're unable to match your energy. And as a result, we, the women, get hurt. So when we lie to ourselves about what we really want, which I would never manifest publicly and alive on air unless it was about, you know, finding the killers and jailing the people that killed Breonna Taylor and the young man over in um, Aurora, Colorado. Um, I would never share my manifestations with you guys live on air because not everybody that listens to me on air has my best interest, and I learned that about a year or two ago. Um, so you can lie to yourself, but you can't lie to spirit. And so sometimes with me, and, I, and I've been saying this, if you've been following me on Instagram, you guys know I'm back on Twitter. I'm on Twitter at DMSST93. Again, that's on Twitter at DMSST93. Or you can follow my business page at 716CBD. In addition to that, you guys can follow me at 716CBD on Facebook and at 716CBD on Instagram. So I've had tremendous success with that. I don't owe that to Unc because I was already in business a year before I met Unc. Um, so I'm thankful for our interaction. It stings a little bit, but just as vocal as I was about loving this man and wanting to be with this man or at least work things out where we can have an agreement, I have to be as vocal about the separation because y'all are following my relationship just like, you know, I follow yours. And so when I see y'all not posting enough or not posting as much, and I don't post mine anyway, I told you you might get a fingernail or something. Um, we have a responsibility as not so much public figures, but just as people that are public to share that with you. So the reason that my dear auntie column, which you guys can email your questions, comments, or concerns, that will be selected from my Tell the Truth hashtag Tell the Truth Tuesday segment on artvoice.com. Um, 
you can email those to Dear Auntie123, so D-E-A-R-A-U-N-T-I-E, 123 at gmail.com. Any questions? I usually select three. This week I'm, I'm probably going to select two because I have one that's very intricate, and I'm trying not to, like, email her back and, like, get more feedback about it. But it's basically what strikes my eye. Um, I'm getting hundreds of inboxes, you know, every single day. So I'm trying to pick the ones that are most prevalent for what's going on now in this time as opposed to just, you know, my neat thing. So I try to pick one that's personal just so, you know, I try to pick a question that's personal, like about me, so you guys can get to know me. My readership is up to about 600,000, which is in the South Towns of Buffalo. We're printed in the Frank Report. We're printed in another uh, publication. I can't think of the name of it right now. It's owned by the same company that's out in um, not just the Western Europe, but the tri-state area. We're on Art Voice, and then we'll be printed in the Reporter. So that circulation is well over 1 million, but just in print in circulation being delivered to people's doors in the Dear Abby format, it's over 600,000. So while auntie is out here suffering, auntie is still getting her coins, you know, that have nothing to do with anybody else other than I'm always on my grind. So when y'all come to me with questions about relationships and things like that, and then y'all say, well, how can she give advice if she's not married? Well, I can give advice because I've been married and everyone in my family has been married. In fact, my mama has been married four times. That's what a bad motherfucker she was, four times in her lifetime. Okay, and she left this earth way too soon before 60. Um, the last marriage my mother had was 17 years. So I've been around nothing but married women. I've been in nothing but relationships. If I was somebody's downtime or spare time, that was still a relationship and there was still love exchange. To this day, these men probably would do anything for me, and I don't have many to speak on. And that's another thing. I've been in my relationships for, you know, at least, I mean, this relationship with Anka I think is one of the shortest relationships I've ever been in, which was, Eight, eight, eight or nine months. But prior to that, you're talking 10 years, 12 years, seven years, my marriage, you know. So I have relationship experience, but in the end, I always have to choose myself. And as you get older and as you start making your own, your own paper and your own judgments and you're, you're raising your kids to be better than what you were, you tolerate a lot less. The birthday thing and I know he's going to listen, that killed it. Like, you could have probably did anything else. I probably would have even accepted an outside baby, <laughs> you know what I'm saying, before I would have accepted that you didn't even see me on my birthday. And it's not even about a gift because I have everything that I have love. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm loved in real life, not just, you know, online. And um, you just, you fucked it up for everyone. You, you know, but I'm not going to be scorned about the situation. I've had a conversation with Encore. I said we need to just cut everything off. You know, I'm not going to be somebody that you could just be like, hey, how you doing? And, you know, ladies, and I also want to talk about this. You guys cut these men off. You let them go do whatever they want to do for, you know, two to three months. It's summertime. They hold. That's what they do. It doesn't mean I accept it. It just means I understand it. But that don't mean you get to come back to me, dirty dick, and all in September, in August. As a matter of fact, you 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 probably got about seven days. And if you try to come back after seven days, now nah, you gonna fucking go go be with whoever was entertaining you, whether it's online. Go be with the broad that you was commenting gorgeous and cute, nice pick, and in the DMs, and we all laughing at you over dinner, after dinner at that, mm-hmm. with the private cute chef, Chubbs out of Buffalo. 
so it's just sad, you know, that, that people think that they can get over on you and then you think you can get over on spirit. You can't. Spirit knew that I didn't need to be wrong. Spirit knew that. They gave him to me because I was in a situation where I had not had human male contact in well over a year. I wasn't messing with nobody. I wasn't talking to somebody. And it was like, well, this would be not so much. Yeah, well, fuck it. We could, we could say a distraction. This would be a good distraction for her. It would be a healthy distraction. I turned it, me personally, unhealthy by expecting more from somebody that doesn't expect that from himself. That is a less than type cat, you know. And I'm not going to dog him out because he didn't, Unc really didn't do nothing to me. So when y'all are like, oh, my God, are you going to throw him in a jar? Are you going to do this? No, I'm not going to do that because he didn't do anything to me that I know of. I mean, he's done certain things that I've never mentioned to him, like about the Internet shit, but that's not my job. I'm sure he got somebody that needs to address him about that. It's not my job. You know, I'm a cancer woman. I'll sit there and stalk you for six months, and you won't even know I'm paying attention to you, but I'm always paying attention to where my money comes from. So if you're making me some money or you're holding my money, I'm always going to pay attention because I need to know what's going to be the issue with you giving me money when I need it or you doing what you said you was going to do part of this contract or whatever, whatever. Um, at this time, we are open for commissions. We are open for people that want to do business. Unfortunately, um, I am thinking about somebody having somebody on the table that's way more powerful than I am. They've already been in the cannabis industry for the last 10 years. They just came out with a new pink mink with uh, Cameron. That was something that was in the work that I actually turned down out of respect for Unc and out of respect for my contract. But when it comes to my money, I'm going to always choose my money over men. So when we talk about being a mom, M-O-M means money over men. And a lot of you women are making the mistake of choosing your men over your money, and you can't do that. Okay, if your man is not the person that's giving you the money, you can't choose him over the ducats that you're getting. And, that, and that, that's never going to change with me. So when you hear people talking about me like, she's a boss, she's this, this, and this, they're not saying it because I'm bossy or because it's because no matter what I do, I'm always about the money. Money fixes everything. So if you're not coming to me with a Rolex and you're not coming to me with some type of Audemars, or some type of watch that's going to negate the fact of, of the birthday situation in addition to some cash, then I don't know what to tell you. All I wanted for my birthday was a vintage watch. I didn't specify what kind. You could have went in your closet and pulled it out of your own collection for, for, you know, for me. I don't care. Vintage means 20 years older or, or not, and I love a man's watch. The last watch that I had cost more than my goddamn car, and that was gifted to me. The watch before that. So for me, it's just like, Silence costs money, number one. And a lot of you cats be out here functioning with these young ladies and these girls and not realizing that you have way more to lose than just the $40 in the, in the car in the Newport doing what you're doing. And you don't pay your people. One thing about me, I pay my people. I don't have no secrets. John Gotti once said that the reason that he don't lie is because he don't fear nobody. A lot of you are fearing a broad that's five foot three and built like a fucking box of Popeye's biscuits. I fear nobody. So if somebody want to come and, and try to cause rift between me and my situation or whatever, whatever, that's cool because he's lying and we could prove it. You men need to learn that women are not just your dumping spaces whenever the fuck you feel like it, whenever you feel bad about yourself because your main bitch or your broad that you fuck with is not giving you the attention or the love that you need. You don't get to go get a me or you don't get to go get some, some golden energy broad 
to fill that void. And then when you finish taking all of our energy, our good energy, that snapback energy, that I'm the reason that you wear the drawers you wear energy, that I'm the reason that you got your haircut energy, I'm the reason that you motherfucking don't stank energy. You don't get to take our energy and then feed that back to the very broad that depleted you of it in the first fucking place. You women need to learn that you are the plug. If you are an energy source and you come in from a good place, that energy will always be restored. These weird motherfuckers that be coming and trying to plug into your energy and take from you, because that's how I feel. Ultimately, in my situation, the only reason I'm a little bit upset, not scorned, but upset because I feel used. I feel like October when the situation started, it was not the same as when we started ending it probably around March, April, when quarantine hit. So the same advice, this is how you know I'm the real deal. The same advice that I give to you, I take myself. I don't be giving these cats no passes. I don't give these cats no passes. And you know what else I don't like and I need to speak on? A lot of you women need to go and mend the relationships with your sisters, your brothers, your family members, or whoever did you dirty in 1987. Because just as quick as you'll mend a relationship with a Negro that did you dirty, okay, You'll, you'll mend a relationship real quick with a cat that did you dirty, but you won't mend a relationship with your father or with your mother or with your sister or with your brothers or your cousins. If they ain't steal from you, if they ain't touched your kids and they ain't took no money from you, you need to forgive them and you need to get over it. Okay? Take all the time you need. But if you've forgiven these Negroes, if you've forgiven these hoes, you need to forgive your family members for shit that they did to you when they were in an unhealed space. So you can lie to yourself but don't lie to spirit. I lied to spirit, and I get on here every week. And even though this church was about you, it's about when you're in alignment and you manifest something, baby girl, let me tell you something. It happens so quick. You have no idea that in January I manifested being the black Carrie Bradshaw. I said I wanted to write a Dear Abby column. I said I wanted to get a new – I mean, literally, it was an episode from Sex in the City. And right now, I'm literally the brown Carrie Bradshaw that I used to hashtag four years ago. I'm literally writing Dear Abby Collins called Dear Auntie, okay? I'm literally writing for the Occultist Times magazine. I'm literally selling out books that haven't even been printed yet, helping other people write books, doing prison ministry, doing stuff like that for people so that when they get out of jail, they have an income. My karmic bank is on swole, is on full. So this little indiscretion is not going to tarnish, you know what I'm saying, is not going to tarnish the work that I've done for you girls or the work that I've done for the men that are out here suffering with mental health issues. I always have a soft heart for men that are in therapy, that are in counseling, especially black men. But there's such a stigma attached to that that they won't get help, but they'll keep taking it from us. I am not your therapist. I am not your mother. If at most I'm anything, I'm your lover. I'm somebody that is supposed to love on you. But I told y'all in the beginning, and y'all know this since 2013, I said I don't believe in unconditional love. I'm not your mother. That love exists from parent to child, and even panda bears have a hard time with that. So, guys, when you are manifesting and you're in alignment, that your, your blessing is going to come so quick. It comes so quick. You can't manifest no Range Rover, no Bentley, and you ain't got Bentley shops money. You ain't got Range Rover shops money. You know how much money Range Rover shops cost? I could tell you. A Bentley tire, 
if you don't have that money, don't manifest that car. I didn't have the heart to play the position that I asked for with Unc. Unc was already in the cards. It was something, and he, he may not agree with that, but he knows, and I told him, I said, I knew you was coming since 2019. I met him in 2020, you know, and I actually chose him over somebody else that I could have chose to deal with that actually was paying bills and doing things like that as well, but he was a liar. And so we think that the truth negates all the pain that we cause for the people, not necessarily, because that means if you will lie to me, you will lie to anybody else. But I want you ladies and you men, because I know y'all listening, to understand that when you're in alignment, your blessings come very, very quickly. And so instead of you manifesting something you're not ready for, manifest in your lane. I manifested in my lane at the time. My lane used to be a two-way highway. Now it's a four-way, like what you see in Houston, Texas, that I can't get to right now anyway. So as that lane changes, we're allowed, just like with Unc, I think that his necessities and his needs change. You know, he tells me the love is always going to be there. He didn't downgrade the relationship. I think that's bullshit. I think that you couldn't deliver what you said you were going to be able to deliver eight months ago. And I'd rather you tell me that now. I, w- I would have rather that eight months ago, but circumstances change, so I can't be mad at him. So y'all don't throw no hexes on him. Don't wish bad on him. This is probably one of the first, this is one of the seamless, quote-unquote, breakups there is. I said, just don't talk to me for three to six business years, and then we did. When your investment is up, I'll give you your money back, but we need to not talk because I'm not going to be in a situation where I'm physically putting myself at his mercy and at his whim and trying to, have some type of sex magic when I could be focused on meeting the person that's actually going to fulfill all my needs, whether they live here or not. And so this summer, ladies and gentlemen, don't listen, don't lie to spirit because spirit will literally give you what you wanted just to show you that's exactly not what you wanted. I've never been more happier than when I got my column. That was something that I manifested that I was in alignment for, and it came out of the blue. I'm talking about a run on the trail led me to that job, you know. And it's, it's amazing how I put in the universe where I was moving in the next couple of years. And it's already in the works right now, executive producer of this and executive producer of that, that I'm in that. And I don't talk about that because I don't want to put that out there and people that don't rock with me like that curse it. So this summer, I want y'all to be fancy. I want y'all to be free. I want y'all to be safe. But this is one of those believe what you want to believe kind of summers. And so I think that this is one of my, this song made me happy this week on my birthday. It made me smile, even though I was like crying on my birthday. And yes, I cried. I shed thug tears because the one person aside from my child that I wanted to come through for me didn't. And so if that hurts you listening, it's not my problem. You can lie to yourself, don't lie to spirit. You summon me just like I summon you. And, guys, we got to stop doing that. If we know that we're not ready to receive the blessings that the universe has to give, even your whispers, even saying, I wish I had a bra that did this or I wish I had a man that did that, we have to curb that and say, I'm not ready for a woman that does this or I'm not ready for a woman that, or a man that does that. And so this has turned into a believe what you want to believe kind of summer. Don't ask me no questions. And this is Party Next Door. With Rihanna. I bet good luck and food. Hey, I believe it. I believe it. 